direct from Music City, this is live from Nashville. Well, ever since the day this time began, there's been this thing between a woman and a man. Well, I don't know, but I do believe that started in the garden with Adam and Eve. Samson and Lila have their fling, so she cut his hair and clipped his wing. It don't matter how the story's told, love stays young and can't go. Sam Gay and talking about a brand new album 
that is soon to be released called I Go to the Water. But right now, let's take a listen to a song from that album. It's called The Window, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Sam Gay today on Live from Nashville. something years ago and I like the shape and I like the craft of its maker so I brought it home and I hung it on my wall and that old window frame is ancient and fragile and worn from a century's time in a one room wide building where on Sundays they'd gather to try to make some sense out of this life. Saints and sinners have been washed in the colors of its simple stained panes of glass. And it's heard hollered fine brimstone and whispered prayers of lost hope. About promises that last now That old window frame Has been a witness to my story My attempts to find redemption when I fall Took amazing grace to mend the good love that I left untended. It's a miracle I didn't lose it all. Now that old window frame is a pretty good reminder that I'm just a passenger here. I'm just a temporary keeper of the parts that I am made of. Just like that old window hanging there Saints and sinners have been washed in the colors of its simple stained panes of glass and it's heard hollered by brimstone and whispered prayers and lost hope and songs about promises that last Saints and sinners have been washed in the colors of its Stained panes of glass, and it's heard hollered fire and brimstone, and whispered prayers and lost hope, and songs about promises that last. Mr. Sam Gay, and Sam has written music for Reba McIntyre, Jody Messina, Brian White, Montgomery Gentry, Little Texas, Johnny Rodriguez, Ricky Van Shelton, and many, many others. He's also been involved in the film industry, written music for many films, and uh, one of those is Dogs on the Inside, a great documentary that he 
Broke Music Corps. Please welcome to Live from Nashville, our good friend, Mr. Sam Gay. Hey, Sam. Hey, Gary. How you doing, man? Good, good, good. Yeah, I was trying to figure out why Mary Kay was so excited a while ago, but now I know. <laughs> oh, man. Are you, you're on the show. Are you just trying, yeah. to, trying to buy your way into the doghouse there, Gary? <laughs> I know, right? He is, Sam. I just, oh, gosh. <laughs> I always hey, get excited but, when we have great, great songs and great artists on the show. So we're so excited for you to join us. Thrilled to be here. Hey, let me make one tiny correction. Um, okay. Those first two songs you mentioned, crediting me with, the credit for those actually goes to my beautiful bride. She wrote the, the Reba and the Jody thing. Um, All right. She went off and did it without me. Without you, I can't believe that she'd do anything without you. But I guess you know, you know that happens. It happens occasionally. That happens. We're going to talk a little bit about Tempe a little bit later in the show too. I've actually got one of her songs queued up, Sam, but we won't tell you oh. what that one is until we get to it. But cool. uh, yeah, so good to have you back with us, and. Uh, one of the cool things that you've been doing is you started a Kickstarter campaign to get this album out. And if I understand correctly, you have well exceeded very early the goal that you set for the <laughs> Kickstarter campaign. Congratulations, yeah. my friend. Thank yeah. you. Uh, yeah. That just kind of blew my mind, I'll be honest. Um you know, this is the first time I've done one of these, and it's honestly kind of the first time that I've sort of, you know, stepped out of the of the shadows uh, a little, so to speak. I'm usually a behind-the-scenes kind of guy, and um, so it's really uh, kind of the first time that I've done a, an on-purpose album of me doing my songs, and um, so I'm completely knocked out and thrilled with the reaction so far. Now, just got to make sure that when the folks get the records, they're happy with them. <laughs> they will. They'll love it. Well, I can tell so far that, <laughs> that they will be. So let's talk a little bit about how did you decide to do this album? Because you, you're you a songwriter. You, uh, you are behind Tempe completely in her career and, right. uh, and helped get her out there. But how did you decide to just go ahead and do an album on your own this time? You know, I'll tell you, um, I listened last week, and, and I heard my friend Lance Cowan say something about yeah. uh, being yeah. a good steward for the songs, you know, yeah. and and that's a big part of it. Um, you know, it's I, I've written a jillion songs over the years, and, you know, a lot of them are in what I kind of picture it as like that warehouse at the end of the Indiana Jones movie. Where yeah. it's like this yeah. warehouse that goes on forever and ever in all directions, and somewhere in there are you know like hundreds and hundreds of my songs. Um, so there were some that I wanted to just bring forward from that, and then I wrote a few new ones that I was pretty excited about, and I don't know, I just kind of felt like it was it was time. And you know, so a lot of times songwriters will say, "Well, my songs feel like my kids." And I think another part of it is I kind of felt like it was time for my kids to get out and get a job. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can That's understand that. I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that's great. That is great. And and so for folks that are listening, tell them a little bit about how Kickstarter works. 
because there's some people out there around the world that may not know what a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe is. Right. Kickstarter is is a platform that was built actually by an independent artist um, like myself, uh, and it's basically trying to compensate for the fact that people don't buy music anymore. Um, You know, people, uh, CDs are kind of like, it's almost like trying to sell an 8-track these days, you know, it's it's an almost (laughs) obsolete delivery system for music and yeah. and you know it makes me sad because i grew up in the days of you know going to record stores and thumbing through the albums and, right um, but you know the, the the fact is the fact and that's kind of what it is but with yeah. kickstarter what is who are uh fans of music or fans of your music um can can in advance support what you're doing whether it's just to buy a single record uh in advance or to do a bigger support than that um and there are levels of rewards for depending on the amount of support like they're one of the rewards for my thing uh happily it's already gone but there was i had a fender acoustic guitar that i played some stuff on the record with oh wow that up is one of the rewards and um so it um and it it got snatched up kind of early on, which I was happy and a little surprised about. But it's um, I you know it's it's that, and it's basically to to fund like to pay back some of the expenses of making the record, to pay for some of the expenses past the rec- promotional part of things. Mm-hmm. So, right, right. Yeah, it's not just cutting the record. You got to get it out there, don't you? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> yeah. I said, well, you know, it's not just producing the record because there's a lot more involved in that. There's a lot more yeah. involved in the promotion and getting and getting that music out there. And, right. Uh, there really as is. an independent artist, as an independent artist, it's all on you. I mean, you've got all of that to do. It's not a label that's doing it for you. So. Right. Right. Mary, yeah, Mary Kay knows about that. She called, yeah. She did a mm-hmm. she did a GoFundMe for her uh, her last album, Frontier, and uh, it's really rewarding to have people step up uh, at all yeah. levels and participate. Yeah. In that. Well, and so Mary Kay, you know, you know, doing one of those, I mean, it's, it's nerve wracking to put yourself out there like that. And uh, you, you have a fan base. I, I have sort of a, you know, like some people have heard of me because of my wife kind of fan base, but. Oh. Um, so, you know, but you We're... know, it's scary to stick that out there and go, Hey, I'm doing this thing. Y'all come support it before you hear anything. That is true. But, you know, Sam, that I it's so fun because we heard Lance talking about you last week and your fan funding, and he's a good friend. He just really thinks the world of you, and so many people do. The thing about this Kickstarter that I can feel as I, you know, we've prepared for the show today is it, it makes all of us feel like we're a part of the process. And so, you know, you're kind of wel- welcoming us into the process of making this album. So we just, and I think as artists, we forget that the people that are supporting us are, they're not expecting any particular thing except for you to do what you do. And right. so just letting go of what maybe somebody's expectations are and realizing that they're trusting you as an artist to create. And, uh, and that opens up you know, 
You don't you don't have to please them. They already like right. you. <laughs> right. And that's humbling, you know, to know that, that people are, are supportive in that way. And it's it's really awesome. And it you're right, it's a community. It you you start to be able to see a community gather around a project. Mm-hmm. And, and um boy, it's been it's been super cool and, and like I said, pretty humbling uh for all that to happen. And we're still we're still after it, you know, we have a couple of weeks to go on the campaign and um, you know, the a lot of these projects that you see on Kickstarter are like, you know, two thousand percent funded or things like that. And I think we're at a hundred and six percent at this point. But uh you know, I'm happy. Cool. Well guess guess what I'm doing right going. now. Right now. I'm on Kickstarter and I'm pledging ten dollars for my you digital download. Thank you. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you. That means All the right. world. Uh, gosh. Well, let's talk a little bit about this next song that I'm going to get to. Let's talk a little bit about the music. And uh, Blue Eyes and All is the next song from the new album, I Go to the Water. So tell us a little bit right. about Blue Eyes and All. This is this is one of those that was a little bit of an older song. Um, I wrote it with my friend Porter Howell. Porter, one of the founding members of the band Little Texas. Uh, the guitar player, and um, it, he and I have known each other forever, and we, you know, back in the day, we would write at least one day a week, and um, this is one of the ones that we wrote that has always just kind of, it never got cut. It came pretty close to to a couple of big cuts along the way, but then never quite got across the finish line, um, but it had been, it had been sitting there for a while, and I always loved it. I always loved the melody of the thing, and and the, I don't know. I just it was one of those that was like kind of calling out to me, like, "Hey, don't forget me." <laughs> yeah. See what happens. So, all right. Well, let's so, take uh, a listen to "Blue Eyes and All." And by the way, Sam Gay, I have been a fan of your performing for a long, long time. My wife knows that. And uh, we even we even have some of your video on uh, on the Equestrian Legacy Radio YouTube channel. Oh, so that's a pretty cool deal. Yeah. Thank but, you. Uh, anyway, let's take a that. listen to Blue Eyes and All. We're talking with Sam Gay today on live from Nashville, and this is from the new album that will soon be released called "I Go to the Water." I've forgotten you, 
blue eyes and all My friends say I really should stop living in the past Just move on without ever looking back Can't seem to make them understand I already have I already process for this. I really got those stardust vibes from That's that's really funny that you say that. Um that one uh it's a kind of a long story, I'll make it short. I have a really great friend who's more like a brother uh who lives in Australia who is a, a producer and he's helping me out with this record. I'm I'm doing tracks here at my studio and then sending stuff to him. And um, and he's putting kind of finishing touches on it. So I sent him what I had of this song, and he reached out and said, hey, I kind of did a thing. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear what you did. And um, so he, he emailed this track back to me, and I was the same as you. I was like, oh, that's like a <laughs> Stardust kind of vibe. You know, it's like I love yeah. this. And it, it's kind of an outlier on the record because most of the record is really intentionally sort of acoustic and a little more gritty and, you know, that more like a Guy uh-huh. Clark sort of, you know, general area. Um, but this one, I, I think it fits in even though it's kind of a little different oh, than everything certainly. else on the Certainly, yeah. Um, who is doing your guitar work on that? Uh, that's me doing a lot of it, uh, and then Rod actually played a, a fair amount of it. He actually um, did all the wrote all the string parts and played all that stuff as well. Wow, is that a nylon yeah, just, string or is it's a combination? You... Uh, I was playing steel string stuff 
on the the soloy stuff that I did, and then he he's got a he said when he when he played it, he said I've got this old I'm calling this old cheap nylon string guitar that um, he said, but it sounds pretty good. And he he sent me what he'd recorded, and I was like, yeah, it sounds pretty good. It'll do. <laughs> It'll do, I guess. Yeah, uh, I guess it's okay. Uh, you know, a you lot know, of it, it is in, the, in his hands. You know, I mean, I think he can pick yeah. up just about anything and make it sound incredible. So make it sound great. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's amazing to me how things have changed in the recording process, where everybody used to be in a studio together recording and doing everything in one studio. And now yeah. you just don't have to do that anymore. You know, you do your tracks, yeah, well, you send them off I would, thousands of miles away. I would I would correct that statement in, in but of the uh, you don't have to do that anymore. That's true, but for me it's I don't get to do that anymore. I yeah. miss souls uh, in a room. You know, I miss yeah, that yeah, feeling yeah. of having, you know, five or six people in a room all putting their creative energy into this mm-hmm. thing that you have brought to them and and really bringing life into it in real time there's, yeah. there's right. something to that um yeah that's you know this is doing it separately like this and and mailing files around the world is completely valid i think and and it's super fun to hear what happens um yeah but it's a it is a different process. Well, it is different, and it's yeah. yeah, and it's not necessarily the most fun for the people that are doing it. You know, like you say, you're not there feeling that energy and and being involved in the process all the way through. But uh, I mean, things change, and you know, <laughs> I, yeah, I know people they've they've done their part here and then they send another part over to California somewhere to be done and then they send the part off to Washington State or wherever. And it yep. just it's like a it's like a amazing to me that that's even possible it, to be done today. It still amazes me too. Um and and it's like I said, I love I love however it happens, I love it when a song comes together. Yeah. And um it's always exciting and, and, you know, there's a little bit of a, a Christmas morning aspect of it when, you know, I haven't heard something that's on one of the, one of the recordings <laughs> yes. and get to open it up and it's, it's like, woohoo, look what we got. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, I'll say uh, this too, Sam, and I don't know what you think, and I know we need to play another song, but a good song is a good song. It holds its own in whatever format, whether you're playing it live whether you're um, have all the musicians in the same room or with a symphony, a good song holds its own, and that is a good song. Thank you very that much. Is a great that song. means the world. Because I know you that know what a great. good song is. Because I've heard what you <laughs> choose to record. Oh, thank you. Well, there is a young lady that we talked about a little bit earlier that you kind of promote and work with and write with and uh, play with the horses with and the dogs with. And I don't know whether, does she fish? I know you're a big fisherman. Does she fish any? She, she has gone fishing with me about twice. And okay. She, Yay. Uh, kind of like, she was like, okay, we did that. <laughs> All right. But, so with the exception of going fishing as much as you do, pretty much you guys do most everything together. 
and and you are her biggest advocate. So she has an amen to that. Yeah, amen to that. So she has a new album out called Get Back Up, or her most recent album. And uh, how is it now? This is going to be an interesting question since I'm married to one. But how is it to be married to somebody that's so talented as Tempe Thompson, Templeton Thompson? It, it's amazing for me because it it takes a lot of the work off my plate. <laughs> if we're writing songs, I mean, she she's an incredible, incredible songwriter. Uh, I know she she's mostly known, you know, for singing. Yeah, I, I think people don't really think about songwriters a whole lot you know, in, in the general, but she's an unbelievable songwriter and, and an incredible singer. Um, I just feel lucky to be, to get to work with her and even a thousand times more lucky to get to be married to her. We've, um, <laughs> we're headed, we're How many headed years for now, it'll be 27 in, uh, in June. Wow. And, wow. and wow. we've been That's in the music business together that whole time. <laughs> Unbelievable, wow. and still and still <laughs> married. I mean, I think that's yeah, yeah extra that's points for that. I think that's extra right. bonus points. Well, this is this is this is a song from Get Back Up, and a beautiful song that I decided to use today to share. It's called "I Will Find You." We'll be back in just a moment. Talk more with Sam Gay on live from Nashville.
walking around with half a heart. No, I am not okay. That is the other half of Sam Gate, Miss Templeton Thompson, and a great song, I Will Find You, from the album Get Back Up. Well, Sam, you have been so much fun to have on the show today and share information with, talk about the crowd funding, the Kickstarter program that you had. And so folks that are listening out there that would like to contribute to the Kickstarter, how can they do that? Probably the easiest way is to go to kickstarter.com and search for my name, Sam Gay, and it'll take you right to the project. Hey, and Gary, could right. I do a, a quick little plug while, before we get off of here? Um, you can plug anything you want. 7 o'clock tonight, 7 o'clock Central Time tonight, uh, Templeton and I are going to be doing a little live stream concert from here in our studio. Uh, it'll be streamed out to... Uh, the Templeton Thompson Facebook pages, she's got a couple, and also Templeton's um, YouTube channel, and hopefully to my Facebook page as well, although we've been having some technical difficulties with that. But 7 o'clock tonight, uh, just a live stream, uh, we'll, we'll just do an hour or so, so come see us. All right, so check that out on Facebook, Templeton Thompson on Facebook, and uh, I guess Templeton Thompson on YouTube as well yep so always fun to listen to you guys perform so anyway great to have you with us and when is this album going to be ready for uh distribution my my goal and i'm really working hard to make that happen is to be shipping out uh the records in may so a couple of months away and it'll be done like i said there's a little bit of work left to do on it then, uh, you know, of course, the packaging, manufacturing, all that stuff has to happen. Yeah. So um, so hopefully May, things are getting out there. Um, that's my goal. All right. Well, we look forward to it. And Mary Kay and I look forward to our copy as well. Yes. So, we hint, do. hint. Awesome. We'll just throw that out yeah, there. Well, all right. Home, well, listen, we're going to close. Well, thank you, Sam. All right, so we're going to close this out with another great song from Sam Gay. She's made of music, and uh, we'll be back in just a moment with our good friend, Mr. R.W. Hampton. Sam, thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Great talking to you. All right, love you guys. Good to talk to you. You will. Fair to say she lives on inspiration It's rare to see her feet touching the ground I've never known a time when she's not singing Even when this old world tries to drown her out She's alive of every party that she goes to She lights up the room Something new and something so familiar She feels like your brand new old best friend She's made music Her whole life's like a song You're among the lucky ones you get to sing along She's a melody that will not leave your head The kind 
to live from Nashville, heard around the world at equestrianlegacy.net, on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most streaming platforms. Just search for Equestrian Legacy Radio. When we come back, we'll be talking with R.W. Hampton. I just I can't handle it this thing call love I must I get around to it I ain't ready a crazy little thing called love oh, this thing called love it cries in a cradle all night it swings it jives it shakes all over like a jellyfish I kind of like it Crazy little thing called love There goes my baby She knows how to rock and roll She drives me crazy She gives me hot and cold fever Then she leaves me in a cool, cool sweat I gotta be cool Relax I get hip 
Get on my tracks, take a back seat, hitchhike. Take a long, long ride on my motorbike until I'm ready. Crazy little thing go wrong. Gotta be cool, relax, get hip, get on my tracks, take a back seat, hitchhike, take a long, long ride on my motorbike until I'm ready, a crazy little thing called love. when I'm on stage, you know, 
she's got this um this whole system of body language and looks and glances and different things that are supposed to mean something to me. And, you know, and so uh, um, I'm up there singing a five minute funeral song about some old cowboy that's dying, you know, and she's, I I, I don't know whether she's telling me she's backing the car up to the door or what, you know, but so my question (laughs) is, do you guys do that to each other on the air? Uh, uh, no. no, we're in no. we're no. in separate we're in separate rooms. I'm upstairs and okay. he's downstairs. And you know, I, I think Gary, I think we're still in that newlywed phase. I mean, if nothing else, we I'll 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 bomb the show. I'll say something dumb, and he'll still say, "Oh, that was great," <laughs> which has been oh, which has gosh. been really encouraging because you know he is a radio a West especially Western music radio legend. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. Singing is not well, quite thank, the same thing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, it's, it's fun you, to have you, Mary Kill on the show. You see how I turned this interview around? I'm interviewing you yeah. guys now. See? So yeah. Yeah. I told you I, I told... that. Sneaky. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty good. Well, look, tell us what you're doing coming to Tennessee this weekend. That's that's one of the reasons that I wanted to get you on the show, because you're headed into our neck of the woods a little bit, aren't you? I sure am. I sure am. We're uh, Lisa and I are flying out, going to the uh, Chuck Wagon Cook-Off and Cowboy Festival there in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. And, uh, I, you know, this is this may sound like one of those things that entertainers say but but it's true that part of east tennessee is one of my favorite places and uh yeah being being a natural being a born and raised uh texan and uh being as how the texas independence day is on may the 2nd and being as how there wouldn't be any texas if there was for tennessee i don't think there's any I better place that. to be yeah, I Gary said tells that. everyone I that. People. <laughs> I remind people you can thank Tennessee. Gary Holt keeps Sam Texas Houston. humble. <laughs> hey man, that's a, that is now that is that is the truth. That's the undisputable truth. And in mm-hmm. in the words in the words of uh, David Crockett as he left Washington, he said, "You gentlemen may go to hell. I'm going to Texas." <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! I tell you, I don't know how many and if times. Deb, if 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 Deb Goodrich is listening, and I know she is, that's for you, Deb. She loves history, but that's one of my favorite <laughs> political quotes by a very astute oh, former gosh. Washingtonian. Oh, I feel that's great. Cool. You know, I do. I feel. Cool. I love. I love watching the old Jane uh, John Wayne movie of the Alamo, and uh, yeah. one of my favorite movies. I don't think that was so successful for him, but I have always loved to watch that as he played Davy Crockett. And, uh, yeah, sir. You know, of, I, I, I do know from uh, knowing the Wayne family, um, that was a, that was his one of his passions. That was the movie he wanted to make, and he put a lot of his own money behind it as well. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, it's a great movie. All right, so you're going to be in Pigeon Forge, and I am. Uh, and that's going to be for the Chuck Wagon Cook Off, and that's what March the second. 
trying to. Yes, sir. That is Friday, Saturday, and uh, part of Sunday. Yeah, Yeah, it looks like March 1st through the 3rd uh, at the Clayborgs Campground in Wares Valley Road. And tickets are available for that. So RW is going to be performing. And uh, Andy Nelson is going to be up there, and uh, looks like we'll have a chuck wagon cook off. And I can't read all of this stuff; it's too small. Anyway, it's going to be a fun, fun weekend. Fun weekend. They used to be saddle up, didn't it, RW? It was a saddle up celebration originally, and uh, you know, from being from from coming from the region of the wide open Texas Panhandle and northeastern New Mexico, when I went. To Pigeon Forge Sevierville, Tennessee, I think they got four or five Cracker Barrels right in a row there. You know, I mean, you can't go wrong with a deal like that. Well, Cracker Barrel started right here in Lebanon, Tennessee, so you yeah. have to expect something like that. Yeah, yeah, so that's, right. that's pretty cool. We want to get to a song, and uh, this right. one is uh, Cimarron. And uh, and so uh, yeah. home for you is Favorite. in Cimarron, New Mexico, and Amarillo, Texas now. Yep. But let's take a listen to this and come back, and we'll talk more with our good friend, Mr. R.W. Hampton, today on Live from Nashville.
across that old mountain pass I see you there below And like a wild and beautiful woman You beckon me with your soft hello Cimarron, Cimarron, from you I've been long gone, but I know that you are waiting for me to come Everybody, that is one of the best Western songs ever written. That's a great song. You know, um, one of my favorite. It's it's an honest truth. Um, And as a as a songwriter, I I have to be honest. I'm jealous of your ability to write songs like that. It just feels like you. I don't know. It just feels effortless. Your songwriting. I feel like my songwriting is like, okay, now I'm going to write a song. (laughs) But you just, like, it just comes out of you. Well, I appreciate that. I I am not a prolific writer at all. In fact, uh, I remember a conversation many years ago I had with Marty Marty Robbins, and he said, I'm not a songwriter. I said, oh, (laughs) okay. You're like, what? I saw you. You could have fooled me. And he said, no songwriters they just get up they carry a pen and paper and they write they write they write they write he said i only write when i'm inspired and so that's kind of my deal mary is i just if i'm inspired there is nothing can stop me if something if something gets in my heart and makes it the 18 inches to my head and uh, i start writing it out that's fine but i just never it's all me. I've just never been disciplined just to write every day like real songwriters do, you know. Well, it's interesting to talk with different people to see what their process is like. And so some people mm-hmm. do sit down at a definite mm-hmm. time every day, and they do their writing. And uh, as a matter of fact, some of the folks that I've talked with here in Nashville, they may have two or three writing sessions in a day where they're writing with this yeah. person and then mm-hmm. they're traveling right with this person. But um, a lot of people are like you. They have to be inspired before they can write something. And uh, I, I, I would think being married to Lisa, you could be inspired all the time. I would think. Well, yeah. Don't tell her I said yeah. I know. I, yeah, you if know I were what? a writer, I'd be inspired every day to write with Mary Kay. <laughs> well, yeah. I, You know, I, I, what I find something that has changed is, uh, speaking of Lisa, I've got, I, she would attest to this, I've got little scraps of papers with strange little sayings mm. and notes and things because I'll go, oh, wow, that's, man, that, that hit a chord there somewhere now. Only a fraction of them I'll get back to, but, 
the, the you know the ideal thing is and and this is a luxury that seldom happens and that is when you get a, in, some inspiration and within a few hours you take I take a yellow eagle pad and my guitar and the thing starts to unwrap you know and that's right but our lives are so busy and uh, well they they're just hectic in this <laughs> post apocalyptic COVID world we're just trying to make up for lost time and so I don't think we even make complete thoughts sometimes but uh, I think you're right I think you're right there is an album of yours that I love Austin to Boston and one of the songs on that album is called Rodeo Man we're going to get to that right now and come back and talk some more with R.W. Hampton today on Live from Nashville I'm driving tonight by this rodeo moon Amarillo by morning, maybe someday soon A lonesome rodeo cowboy coming round again Got this rodeo fever and I can still make shine This endless trail, my friend Austin to Boston I've been there and back again If this old out truck Can make Fort Worth town I'll unload my ponies And I'll lay my Hey. 
Boston to Boston album. That's Rodeo Man. And uh, R.W., who was singing harmony on that song with you? Gary, that was my son, Coulter Hampton. And uh, he's a cowboy by trade. He works up here on the Four Sixes Dixon Creek Division. But he brought that song to me when uh, he was going to college, Clarendon College over here, on a rodeo scholarship, and he was rodeoing all over for him. And he brought that song to me, and I added the bridge to it pretty well. That's my only um, contribution to it. But what's neat about that song is the first verse is made up entirely of the titles of rodeo songs. <laughs> I didn't that? notice that. It says, I'm driving tonight by that rodeo moon. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Amarillo, All right. Amarillo by, by morning, George Strait, maybe someday oh, well. soon. Ian Tyson. Wow. 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 And then there's some, there's so some more titles, but I thought, man, i tell you what, yeah. And so when we recorded it, we, we, you know, I played it on my guitar. It's just, just me, but we kind of made an anthem out of it, you know. And uh, I was really pleased with the way that came out. Well, it's a great yeah. song, and, and what fun to be able to sing with your son and have him on, on Oh, you album. betcha. But, you betcha. But so for folks that are out there listening around, you don't have but just one. You don't have one or two. How many children do you have, R.W.? <laughs> oh, Pastor. Oh, yeah. You don't uh, have as many as Barry Kay, so you can tell. No, you can tell. I, I know. You know, uh, pe- people people ask uh, Lisa and I, they'll, they'll, they'll say, Are you by chance Catholic? Or are you one of our LDS friends? And I say, No, we're just <laughs> naughty Baptists, you know. But, uh, <laughs> but we've got six kids. That range from 17 to 45, and uh, when Lisa and I met, I was raising three kids by myself, and she was raising one, and we threw our outfits together, and uh, we had so much fun, we decided to make two from scratch, and that's how we got to where we are. Oh gosh! Oh, I love it. So, so how many how many are singing right now? I know that you had well, Danner that was singing with you. Danner, Danner, you know, <laughs> Danner loves to sing. I think when there's girls around, um, and then he doesn't okay. care. You know, yeah, you know how I remember when I was that age. But he's got a gig down in Abilene, Texas, coming up uh, down there, and so. Uh, he's getting back into it again. I, you know, I, I, it's like ranching or cowboy. And I, you know, I never, I never wanted, or I never did require my kids just to take it all up because dad did it, but I just wanted it to be a part of their upbringing, um, their grounding and their values and so forth. And so, um, Coulter now, the kid that wrote that song, he's a full-time ranch cowboy, and he's got, he's married and got three kids. But early on in his deal, in his um, experience, he uh, auditioned for The Voice and made it up to about oh, the wow. sixth level. 
Yeah, he oh, made wow. it up to about the sixth, know that. the sixth level. Yeah, he made it quite a ways up there. And then they say, okay, we've heard you sing. Well, you don't need to sing anymore. Tell us your story. You know, hopefully, hopefully you were, you know, living out of the back of your car somewhere in a third world nation. We need a story, you know. <laughs> yeah, got to have the story. He, he, yeah, and so he got DQ'd because the story wasn't romantic enough, you know. But oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, and then you have one that's uh, going to school in Amarillo now and, and uh, kind of keep up with yep. you guys on Facebook a little bit. So, Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of a cool deal to watch these children growing up and uh, – well, it really is. I wouldn't trade it for anything, you know. Um, we, we, you know, we work, well, our, I just can't imagine. For Lisa and I, we, I can't imagine life without our children and watching them grow and, and become what mm-hmm. God has intended for uh, them to be. You know, um, no matter how far I get in the music business or entertainment world or However much influence I have, you know, when I stand in front of Almighty God, He's not going to be interested in, in any of that. And the the husband, the husband, friend, and father that I was is going to mean a lot more, and it brings That's a lot true. more joy anyway. That is yeah. true. That is true. Yeah. Well, you did a great job of of singing with your son on that rodeo, man, and uh, that is cool. But I'm going to get to another song that you did a great job of singing with this young lady. And it is oh, a song yeah. that she wrote. <laughs> yeah. And it's called No Wilder Place. And I'm oh. going to tell you. And Les Buffum, Les Buffum also wrote this. He wrote the lyrics. And Les yeah. Buffum. Oh, Les Buffum. break my heart. This is a hard. I want, I'll tell you about singing this with Mary uh, live because it, it, she'll break your heart. But go ahead and play it and break my heart. Well, I'll, I'll play it, but now when we come back, she's going to have to bring us back because I'll have to confess. I'll have to confess that when I listen to my wife sing, quite often it brings me to tears because she has such a beautiful voice, and uh, and has, the song does that as well. It has the same effect on me, and that's why I can't look at her when we do this song. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a let's take a listen. This is no wilder place. We'll be back in just a moment on live from Nashville. I can't be there to catch 
What what I an gotta, honor to be a musician and to to interview you today. Uh, I'm you know, I'm turning it back. Going, uh, are, <laughs> I got to tell you, Mary. Wait, wait, though, say, I want to I want to say something real quick. Let me say something. Okay. First it of all, is your we miss show, Gary. Les, so go ahead. Thank you. Thank you very much. We miss Les Buffin, <laughs> and, and we lost him last year. He was a great writer yeah. and the co-writer on this song. But uh, I am convinced that we need to have an R.W. Hampton, Mary Kay Holt tour sometime in the future. And you guys, I'll, get a, I'll like be the first one on the bus, man. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I really, 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 I think that needs to happen. You guys are so great together. You've got "Baby, It's Cold Outside" that you've done, this song that you've done, and uh, I just think there needs to be a tour with the two of you. I got, I got to tell you though, great. there's a line that there's a line in that song that Mary sings, "Skies no longer blue." That. That's the most you are perfect note I've ever heard on any recording. I have listened to that over and over again, and I tried to duplicate it when I sang my verse where I sang Sky's No Longer Blue, but hers is just magic. I'll tell you what, it is just magic. Well, it's a, it's a great it's song. Cool. You guys are terrific, terrific together, and uh, cool. yeah, I uh, I think we need to have a tumbleweed tour or something with the two yeah. of them. Well, I think I think so. You know, and one one thing about Mary, she lives her music. She doesn't phone it in. And there's a, I think there's a bit of an actress in her because when she sings a song, she's um, telling you the story. You know, and boy, that song right there, it does have a has a huge effect on people emotionally. It's just, it's a classic, it's a classic ill-fated love story, two people that love mm-hmm. each other, and it's just not going to happen. It's just not going to. It's like that, you know, please come to Boston, you know. It's just one of those. And yeah. uh, I, th- I think everybody kind of understands that on some level. Yeah, everyone's had that a, a common shared experience. Yeah. Yeah. I just got a message from Deb Goodrich, and Deb Goodrich <laughs> says, uh, you two sound amazing together, and I'm with you, Gary. There should be a tour. So we're going to have to work on putting that. We're going to have to work on that. We're going to have to work. I'm kind of smiling kind of inside because I think – Pigeon Forge doesn't know what's going to hit it this weekend with you and Andy together. Do they know what they've done? Booking you all on the same well, show? I don't, well, I don't know. Andy's Andy just tickles the heck out of me. He's got that little, you know, he's a grown man, but his humor, there's a twinkle in his eyes, uh-huh. kind of like he's still about <laughs> 10 years old. He's kind of got uh-huh. Dennis the Menace wrapped up in there somewhere, you know. He uh, does. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you are absolutely right. Well, Pigeon Forge is coming up, and that's March 1st through the 3rd. I'm telling you what, March sure got here in a hurry. I don't know about you guys. It did. I don't know where the year is going. Uh, March 1st through the 3rd at Pigeon Forge. Yep. Go ahead. 
and then we're we're going to run up to Lexington, Kentucky, I believe. I'm waiting to hear from Lance on that for some kind of a, a live radio program up there, but we don't have that up Wood songs. yet. So. You going to do Wood songs? It's Wood songs. Yeah. Wood songs. Is that what that radio is? Yeah, Wood songs. Yeah, yeah. Michael Jonathan, All right. good friend. Yeah, Michael okay. Jonathan. That's Wood a great songs. show. So that would be cool. That would be cool. We're headed up to Lexington March the 21st through the 24th for the Road to the Horse. And uh, we're a major sponsor with Mustang Heritage Foundation for that event. So we'll be up there in March. Boy, that's that's one of the best horse horse events that there is right there. I appreciate that. I agree. Appreciate that. Well, I want to get to another song. R.W., we're going to go back to the Troubadour album. Mm. The Troubadour album. And this is an absolutely gorgeous song that you did. It's called Silver Trails. And when we come back, we're going to be visiting with R.W. Hampton for just a few minutes more on Live from Nashville. Prairie, my home. 
Mr. R.W. Hampton, and it's from the album Troubadour. And R.W., it is always, always so much fun to have you on a radio show. And the first time you've been on live from Nashville, so this is a little bit of a different Yeah, show. no, this is what a wonderful experience. I've thoroughly enjoyed it, sure enough. Well, I just, I wondered how it was going to be to get you and Mary Kay together on the same show, and now I know. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. That's a lot of egos and personalities on one show. <laughs> we really don't need it you, uh, Brother Holst, anymore. Well, I me, know. Me I, just, I can just. Yeah, I could just push the buttons and let y'all go. That'd be all right. Absolutely, right. you go get your oil. You go get your oil changed if you want to. You know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, gosh. Well, it has been so much fun. R. W. Hampton is going to be for folks that are back here in the East. He'll be in Pigeon Forge this weekend, March first to the third, at the Chuck Wagon Cookoff, and uh, visit them on uh, Facebook. I think they have a page there, and probably can find their website. But that's going to be a great event, and uh, R.W. is performing. Andy Nelson, a good friend from uh, Wyoming, is going to be performing. Is my, yeah, Wyoming. Yeah, Jackson Hole. He's got Jackson Hole here. And uh, so that's going to be a great, great weekend. Also, you can find his music at rwhampton.com and find out where he's performing and touring. And uh, one of the cool things about you, R.W., is that you are a patriot and you're a God-fearing man. I don't know how many times that you've told me that when you are composing a song, that God writes the song and you just hold the pen. And uh, Yes, sir. I believe, I believe that. Yes, sir. I believe that. So we're going to close out this segment with a great spiritual, a great hymn that you've done. It's called The Masters in Everything. And, uh, uh, yeah. Tell Miss Lisa Heidi for us, and I'm yeah, going to well. look forward to seeing you somewhere down the road, not too Our far distant future. I hope so. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Love you guys. Adios. We love, love you, guys. you guys, too. Adios. Be well. All right. This is the Masters in Everything. R.W. Hampton will be back in just a moment.
that um, resonate with the music and horses with the businesses that resonate with the music and the horses. And so it's like, it's very exciting to see the people that are reaching out to us and, and um, we just encourage you to reach out to us if you're interested in advertising on equestrianlegacy.net. There we go. Thursday on the Campfire Cafe and Saddle Up America, we have great, great show coming your way. Alex Dormont with a hot Texas swing band is going to be with us. They have a brand new album. And so we'll be featuring music from that album and talking with Alex Dormont with a hot Texas swing band. And then on Saddle Up America, we'll be visiting with Bill Skeeby, who is the CEO and the executive director of the Colorado Horse Council. And we'll be talking about the Rocky Mountain Horse Expo that's taking place in just a few weeks in Denver, Colorado. So we've got a great, great show lined up for this Thursday on the Campfire Cafe and on Saddle of America. Uh, anything that you'd like to say before we say goodbye, Mary Kay? Um, I just want to say thank you to everybody that tunes in. We we love doing the show, and we love y'all to tune in. So thank you for being a part of the Equestrian Legacy family. We love you. All right. So we're going to close out today's show with another song from Mary Kay Holt. And it's called The Real what? Thing. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to catch another one of your great songs. Anyway, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Tuesday on Live from Nashville. And we remind you that you can listen to all of our shows on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most other streaming platforms. Just search for Equestrian Legacy Radio.
be mock at a bear. Love me tender and don't return to sender. You drive me crazy over you. Now I'm walking after midnight and I've got the lovesick blues. Let's get together. Work it out. This is the sort of thing Mama warned me about. This ain't no daytime drama or expired warranty. This is a real. 